0: Hi there listeners, welcome to episode 258 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. In this episode, we discuss the first test match featuring India and England. The star-studded India batting unit crumbled under pressure as debutant Tom Hartley spun his web to help England register a 28-run win in Hyderabad. It was a poor batting performance on day 4 as they were bundled out for 202. The top and middle order failed on the big occasion as the tail had put up a fight as Hartley was too good for them in the end. Earlier, it was Pope's magnificent 196-run knock that took England to a huge score of 420, as the visitors set India a target of 231. The visitors added 104 runs to their overnight score and lost four wickets en route to that challenging total. Bumrah returned 4 for 41 while Ashwin pocketed 3 for 126. India then had a mountain to climb as they needed 231 to win. India was bowled out for 436 in their first innings after building a lead of 190 runs. England kept losing wickets at regular intervals in their first two sessions but Pope put up a fight with a brilliant century to give the English bowlers something to fight for in that fourth innings. In this episode, we reflect and deep dive into all major player performances, observations, takeaways, analysis and talking points from an Indian and England perspective and look ahead to the next test match. On the podcast, joining us for the discussion is Lakshit Singhal. Lakshit is a lawyer by profession and a cricket writer and content creator by passion. He runs his own cricket content platform by the name Cricket Field Chronicles, which covers unheard and lesser-known cricket stories, classic and contemporary book reviews, and recommendations and personal reflections about the latest happenings from the world of cricket. He has been writing on sport for almost 10 years now and has been published by leading sports websites such as Sportskeeda besides law entrepreneurship and sports he shares an equal passion for food and travel without further ado let's get started hi lakshit welcome to never in the backford podcast uh, I know this is your debut on uh, you know this podcast, and it's obviously special because I've been following Cricket Field uh, Chronicles for such a long time. In fact, where I'm recording right now is you know a design made by your uh, you know other company. So yeah, uh, surrounded by a lot of things uh, concerning you.
1: Uh, hi Neer. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, and uh, as you said, I have also been following. Uh, never on the back foot for a very long time. Uh, in fact, it was one of the uh, few uh, groups or pages uh, which I started following when I started my uh, cricket content creation journey on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, and I have been following a journey since and it was, uh, you can say like a, uh, on, uh, on my wish that I wanted to do a podcast with you. So, so glad to be here and looking forward to a great session.
0: Definitely, Lakshad, because uh, the match, you know, we'll be discussing today has uh, caused us a lot of grief, right? Because, uh, you know, after India lost that uh, World Cup, you know, we have had series where we've had limited format series. But I think the real happiness of a win you get from test, right? So now, uh, of course, you know, heading into this uh, match, you did have your expectations. So uh, did it really pan out the way you, uh, you know, thought of or are you like very disappointed with the way uh, things transpired?
1: So it defi- definitely didn't pan out as I expected it to be uh, it was the first test of the of like a of like a five uh, five test long series and I expected India to start it off on a very good note like uh, we have been uh, quite a dominating side at home and uh, whenever england australia or south africa or new zealand for that matter to tour, tour india uh, for a test series so the expectations are always high from the home side and similarly I was expecting it to be uh, a good start uh a, a definitely a winning start if i could say that uh, to like kick things off uh, in a very positive note so definitely it didn't pan out as i expected it to be uh, it, it was very surprising it uh, it just like didn't feel uh, like this the way uh, it should have panned out so yeah
0: Certainly, I mean, um, as you know, ardent Indian fans, I think you would echo a similar sentiment that you know, going into this match, we were very confident that India was looking good, the playing 11 looked uh, fine, you know, even though we were missing out some key players. But uh, you know, I think it's important to look at the this match in like two phases also. But before we get into that part of the analysis, let's look at the toss right now. England won the toss, and they, of course, decided to bat first in subcontinent conditions. Who wouldn't, right? So, do you think that was like a big turning point uh, for India in this match because, hey, we are not batting first and, you know, our visitors are going to be batting first. So, uh, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, No, Toss, I I don't feel that Toss was a big uh, impact or like a big factor in in this game particularly. Uh, The pitch was uh, surprisingly very good. Uh, It didn't. Like it it panned out like a proper test pick. it It wasn't like something which was changing its course very frequently or something uh, which was detrimental to either the batters or the bowlers. So the pitch in that sense uh, was quite good for both the sides and it, it, and it panned out very well throughout like the length of four days. So I think the toss wasn't uh, a big factor because even after uh, England winning the toss and they deciding to pat first, uh, I think the bowlers did a great job uh, restricting them to, 246 uh, in the first innings. So that was I think uh, a commendable effort. Yes we could have uh, restricted them to a lower total but then again I think uh, it, the first test uh, uh, after losing the toss and then putting a uh, bowlers into a bowl. I think the bowlers did a great job uh, restricting the England team to 246. So uh, that was I think a very uh, commendable effort. Of course we have like uh, the combo of Jadeja and Ashwin who uh, played their part and then Boomer also chipped in. So, uh, I think the toss wasn't a big factor. It's just that the way the the, the game uh, played out uh, in the next three or four days and uh, how uh, I, think, I think credit to England, how they uh, kept their moment hold on the game uh, despite uh, conceding a lead of like 190 runs, so I think uh, that that is something which has to be appreciated here. And also, if we if I talk from uh, perspective of the Indian team, I think they also missed out on a few opportunities in the first innings where they as in a uh, like when they came out to bat. So I think that uh, is something which has to be uh, which should like which will be I think the crux of our discussion as well today. Uh, toss I guess uh, wasn't a big factor here.
0: Fair enough. And uh, also, you know, uh, looking at this aspect that you brought in of, you know, restricting England to 246, do you still think it was not the most ideal uh, backing performance for England and credits to Team India for producing that kind of uh, bowling performance?
1: Yes, uh, I think absolutely, Neha, See, uh, I think in- England team uh, landed on the Indian show just five days back. Uh, we have uh, stopped playing practice games. Uh, this is again a topic of debate. Uh, whenever teams uh, that are touring uh to other countries, and especially for a five-test long series, uh, I seriously believe that uh, when when like England should have played some practice games, or they should have uh, like come came here very early and just try to uh soak in the atmosphere, just try to uh get knack of the conditions in which they'll be playing around. So that definitely showed in their first innings. Obviously, as well, it's making step in India, uh, I think we all were very excited. Uh, This is one place uh, where that particular attitude or approach is going to be tested. So that is something uh, which I personally again was very excited about and uh, I wanted to see how England will be going about it in their first inning itself. So, But I think again the lack of practice, the lack of not uh, climatizing to the conditions or not having proper uh, game time for that matter uh, that that did show in the England innings and uh, they could have definitely done better. Uh, 246 is not, and uh, I, I think a total which they also would have liked. But uh, I think in the end it all played out very well for them. Uh, so, a uh, lot of lessons to learn here for both the teams. Uh, but yeah, uh, certainly I think India, is, uh, India should be looking uh, to tighten the screws more in the coming, coming games.
0: Certainly. And uh, we will get to uh, that part again a little later on. But how would you look at India's performance in that uh, first innings, right? Again, uh, reminiscent of uh, the kind of dominant that India has in subcontinent subcontinent, uh, pitches. Of course, you know, you would want to see a performance like this. And it kind of live up to your uh, expectation. Okay.
1: See, if I have to put it like, in in a, in a single line, uh, I would like to say that it was a good uh, effort or a good performance, but uh, again, I think it could have been better, or it is something uh, where they could have uh, I like tried to uh, get hold on the game a lot more. So take like uh, for example, KL Rahul, he got out on uh, a certain eight in certain eighties, just trying to uh, like uh, going for that uh, attacking shot. Sim, I think similar thing happened with Shreya Sire as well. So, uh, I think the battles, they got very good starts. Some of them uh, were going very good. So, certainly in the first innings when I was watching the game, uh, I it, it didn't look like uh, that. Uh, because, again, as I said, like in, our, in home conditions, our bowling effort, our bowling record is so good. And uh, I think we just uh, blindly trust. Uh, the combination of jadeja and ashwin that uh, every time uh, whenever uh, they have been needed they will uh, uh, do the job for us so when while i was watching the game uh, i'll be very honest i didn't feel like uh, that uh, 190 uh, will not be enough to uh, basically uh, basic, uh, like uh, to win us the game but uh, i think certainly if uh, in hindsight or in retrospect now when i look it uh, look back at the game the way it played out uh, i feel like the batters should have uh, shown a bit more uh, restraint uh, especially the batters who yeah, who got set on that particular wicket because it was a good wicket to, to bat on as well uh, it was a bit slow uh, it was the bounce was a bit uneven but i think again then the, i think that was a very good wicket to uh, bat on if you get set if you spend time in the middle and we had some batters in the first innings uh, who like uh, who were properly in the game, uh, Jaswal for the matter, I think it started brilliantly in the first innings. So, uh, then we had like KL Rahul playing out another very good knock. So, But I wanted, like now again I said, looking uh, at it in retrospect, uh, I think these batters should have continued and this is something they should be focusing on in their next four games because this is a long series. We have four more games coming up. So, I think this is something they need to focus upon that uh, not let the game lose at at any point of time. And if you're confident enough about 190 or a two hundred lead, uh that would be enough to save you the game or win the game, then you need your bowlers to back that in this uh to to back that particular score by the batters. So but I think uh as I said, uh a good batting performance in the first innings, definitely uh I think a bit more uh you can say uh the batters could have just continued and showed a bit more restraint and just tried to play it on and uh, took us in a position where uh, we could have just said that now we can win this. Now there is no uh, possible way that uh, we will be losing this game. So I think that is something uh, which uh, India should be focusing on in the next four games. Uh, one more thing here which I would like to stress upon is the batting of uh, our, uh, you can say, a lower order or basically uh, the seven, eight, nine, ten, the last few battles. I think these battles also uh, have to step up now. Uh, we have been seeing uh, other teams, like Australia for that matter, uh, even England for that matter, I think played. They, they, their lower order played uh, much better as compared to us in the first innings. So, uh, sorry, in the second innings, uh, my bad. So, but I think our lower order needs to take a bit more responsibility in that particular. Uh, area, where where they're seeing that the game, uh, and and, and that applies to both the innings for that matter. Because even in the second innings, uh, uh, just to be very clear, we we, we lost the game by just a few 25 runs. And if the lower order would have showed some, uh, you can say, if they would have applied themselves a bit better, if they would have just stayed there, because there was enough time in the game, and they were going good. Uh, So I think um, if they could have just applied themselves better... uh, uh, in the game, uh, we could have uh, won this game. This game was not the game to lose uh, because it 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 just it, it still doesn't feel right that we lost this game uh, even after getting a lead of 190 in the first innings. So, yeah, I think to answer your question then, uh, I think in the first innings, India batted well. But uh, I think they should be now focusing on whenever they are in a good condition or whenever their batters get into you uh, can say good conditions or when they're set they just should focus on converting those scores into big scores and just try to close out the game there. Okay, uh, Let's not give the other team an opportunity to bounce back. Hmm. Uh, so I think that should be the focus uh, for the team in the games coming ahead.
0: Definitely. I, th- I think then that's one of the advantages right, of having like a five match test series because it really gives you a lot of time to retrospect and actually figure out if certain strategies are working. And you kind of actually addressed my next point, you know, of how the Indian batters have kind of not been able to capitalize on those starts and, you know, actually make it uh, big. Yet we witnessed uh, good knocks, you know, coming in from Jaiswal, KL Rahul, eventually, you know, Jadeja and Akshal being the pillar of support in that uh, uh, lower middle order as well. But I think uh, we'll also address an important area of concern of, you know, Gil's non-performance, right? He is your designated number three opposition. Apparently, he asked for uh, because, you know, the management was looking at him as an opener, but he believed he can be better at number three. Now, in the long run, do you believe, you know, is the ideal candidate right here because he is not, he's had a string of low performances and uh, somewhere, you know, the time is uh, ticking on his position?
1: So I think this is quite, uh, uh, I can say, a question which has been, um, asked to me uh, a lot and also we have been debating about this the number the coveted number three position uh, and i think it is a very crucial position uh, in a test match uh, that position uh that plays a huge role uh, in in deciding the fate uh, of the match for your team so when and now coming to gill uh, of course he hasn't been in the best of forms um, runs haven't been uh, coming to him uh, it it, it, it I think, but still, I I just feel that Gil uh, really needs to uh, just apply himself better and just focus on uh, not trying hard to score runs. He needs to spend time at the crease. That's what Test is about. Uh, You need to differentiate. I think where the the problem with Gil, uh, which I think has been, is like he hasn't been able to differentiate uh, between the formats that he has been playing. So, because he is being taught like he's being touted as a multi-format player for India. And it, it is something which is not an easy job because you need to adjust with different formats. You need to, Each format requires different type of thinking, different approach to the game. So I think there is, that is something which has been playing on his mind because that shows in his shot making as well. Uh, so uh, I think with Gil, what he needs to do is, uh, and I think as you very rightly put, that the advantage of a five-test series is that it gives you time to think to uh, retrospect to focus to basically uh, completely uh, immerse yourself a, in this particular uh, format in this particular series uh, there i think you you just completely focus on uh, what's coming ahead of you where you have uh, where you can improve so with gil i think uh, i think he should be given uh, i think this series uh, is going to be a make or break for him uh, because coming uh, into this series he hasn't been uh, scoring runs uh, that frequently and in fact i read a st- uh, uh, i read a stat today that even ashwin for that matter has more runs than uh, Gil uh, and even i think shreyas Iyer uh, i'm not sure if that uh, i think like, even correct me if i'm wrong but i think uh, even he ashwin has more runs uh, than Gil and iyer in last uh, i think few of the tests combined so that is something I think which should worry him. And this series is going to be very important for him when it comes to uh, deciding his future uh, as part of the Indian Test team or uh, as part of that uh, number three position. Because as you rightly said again, that he was the one who demanded that position. He wanted to play at that position. So And he has been now like uh, given that position. So now it's his job to do uh, exactly what he asked for. So, uh, again, I think it's a make or break for him. Uh, the next four tests, uh, I certainly believe that he should be given uh, a full rope at least for this particular series and then take a call on his uh, performances and then uh, basically decide that going forward uh, what uh, role uh, the team uh, expects uh, of him. But, uh, yeah, again, I think a crucial series for him. The next four tests, uh, I think, uh, are going to decide like uh, how the team will be looking at him uh, in the future.
0: I completely agree with you on this one because, you know, giving him the axe already could be quite unfair, right? Because he has been uh, that sort of a player who has performed for India whenever uh, the team needed him. And uh, considering he has placed this request to, you know, play in this position, I think giving him a longer rope, perhaps this series should be, you know, that uh, final uh, thing. And also there has been a lot of discussion, you know, if we should uh, recall the likes of uh, Cheteshwar Pujara and Ajinkya Rahane, considering, you know, Virat Kohli won't be available. So do you again read into this and believe that uh, going back to your previous options is the way to go? It's best to trust your talent right now because they are going to be,
1: You know, the flag bearers and people who are going to carry forward the team, Uh, yeah. I think, see, uh, on this one, I think uh, Puchara has been playing brilliantly in uh, in the Ranji uh, trophy, the current Ranji trophy, which has been going on. Uh, So, I seriously believe that he and uh, he should completely focus. Playing uh, Ranji as much as he can. Uh, because, see, the thing with, uh, as you said, like sort of Kujara or Rahane is that I think it, it all depends, it, it all boils down to the management uh, on what Rohit and Ravid uh, as a part. Like, I'm just talking about them currently because they are the one who needs to define a future, a future or a vision for this particular team. Like, uh, the one thing which I really appreciate uh, from the last management uh, of Poli and Shastri was that they were very clear in their minds what they wanted this team to become. I think this is something which has been lacking in this particular uh, management and uh, which uh, somehow in some games or crucial games, it sometimes reflects. Uh, because see, until unless you have a vision for the team, it's very difficult to uh, have a plan in place and then uh, go ahead with it and then basically uh, modifying it or uh, trying to, uh, you can say, uh, change things or improve them. So, it's very important to have a vision and uh, if uh, you ask me for that vision, I think it's important now that we start giving uh, our youngsters the chance. Uh, again, thinking in line with what uh, I think, again, uh, as Rohit said at the start of the series when there were talks about uh, bringing Pujara back. So, I completely agree with him uh, on this one when he said that i think it's time to focus on uh, new players uh, the players who have been showing promise uh, in the domestic circuit because until unless we start giving them chances it, it's very difficult to uh, build a team which will sustain uh, for the next 5 7 or 8 years so and for for that to happen we need to start giving them chances now so uh, completely in line with i think what rohit said that uh, instead of going back to our established or like our uh, you can say very are uh, Uh, our our established players, I think it's important to give uh, the young Brigade the chance, Uh, let them uh, enjoy themselves, give them a good free long rope, let them play, let them explore Uh, and then uh, try and uh, you can say uh, build a team which can give you results in the next three or four, five years. So, uh, and again, I think uh, not to confuse this, uh, with having like not of missing out the balance of uh, experienced uh, and of experience and uh, even say young blood but uh, i think it's important now that uh, if i'm like speaking about the uh, test format because now you're talking about the test series so because in test it takes time because and also uh, why it takes time because uh, sometimes uh, we are playing at home sometimes we are playing abroad and whenever we are playing abroad as well different countries have different conditions so uh, i think uh, yeah, it's important now to uh, lay out a vision for the team. I think that is very important. The management needs to lay out a vision that this is the team we are looking for, and uh, these are the players which are are uh, like you can say uh, which will be which we will be focusing upon, and then allow them to uh, you can say explore or play and uh, just build a team around them. Uh, maybe we can like then like uh, every time there is a you can say uh, a loss like this uh, or like a loss like a WTC final, we don't have to go back to our uh, established or like our senior players. So I think that is something uh, which I'm hoping uh, would happen soon.
0: Definitely, and it will be interesting to see how uh, things eventually pan out because uh, sometimes I think even the management, you know, comes under the pressure of uh, the media and all the fans, and you know, just end up taking a decision like that, which would, you know, uh, recall uh, Pujara and Rahane. Which I don't know if I definitely would be in the best interest of the team. But then uh, what is the confidence, right, you're giving to the uh, young players? And we will talk about some replacements who have been uh, named ahead of the next test, you know, thanks to some lovely injuries that had to happen right now. But anywho, uh, let's focus on uh, the next point. That is definitely how Joe wrote, right? Now, he turned out to be that surprise package with uh, four wickets. How impressive has he been? Because uh, coming into this test, right, a lot of people criticise the England attack saying, ah, there's such a, you know, Britain and like... Young attack, and there are so many bowlers who are like unknown commodities, right? But Joe Root really held his ground and uh, delivered when the team needed him again.
1: Oh, absolutely! I think Joe Root was fantastic. Uh, he has been in the past as well when India, uh, sorry, uh, England toured in the uh last series as well. I think he picked a fifer and uh, at Ahmedabad as well. So, I think he was uh, again, uh, brilliant. In the first inning, especially uh, when I think no other bowler around him uh, was looking like to do any damage to the batters. I think batters were playing out so comfortably. Uh, It was only Joe Root who just looked like uh, he might be able to do something, he might be able to get a breakthrough. And uh, I think, uh, uh, again, I'm not sure what England's thinking was uh, of coming into this game with those. with that particular line. But I think Joe Root definitely uh, I think played a key role. Because in the first inning, if if you see, uh, definitely India got a lead of 190 runs. But again, uh, if Joe Root uh, wouldn't have picked those four wickets or wouldn't have pulled the way he did, India just would have uh, been able to uh, uh, like uh, pile up uh, much more uh, than what they did. So, uh, and again, in the second innings, I like uh, I know he didn't... Uh, uh, pick as many wickets as uh, the team expected or like you all expected him. But I think still, again, Jorud uh, is someone uh, who gives, I think, Stokes or the team management that option, especially in India, especially in Asian conditions uh, where the ball is turning, that if your spinners or uh, if your uh, other bowlers or your mainline bowlers are not uh, getting the desired results, so he gives you the flexibility that uh, he can chip in with a few overs and also pick up, some wickets. So, uh, and I think so that is very, uh, going to be very handy for England uh, in the coming games as well. Uh, so, now with Hartley, uh, I think uh, he has shown a lot of good potential. Uh, loved his bowling in the second innings. Uh, obviously, uh, in the first innings, he was in, a bit inconsistent. He wasn't uh, able to uh, try, like, yeah, he. So, there was a lot of inconsistency in his bowling. But I think coming into the second innings, he just, I think, found his groove. He found his rhythm. uh, And he knew that, uh, uh, again, I think uh, he was the reason uh, why uh, England uh, could do what they did in the second innings. So, uh, credit to him, I would be really uh, looking forward to Hartley in this series. Uh, He's someone, uh, I think, who has has looked promising in this game. So, looking forward to him as well, uh, how he will be doing. And of course, I missed Anderson as well in this game. So, uh, Anderson, I think I'm looking forward to watching him bowl as well.
0: Oh, yes, certainly. Because Hartley was, again, that surprise package. But, you know, Joe Root was in the uh, first innings. But again, you know, looking at England's batting now, I think they had a far better showing with the bat in the second innings, right? Because even as they lost wickets, uh, you know, they had some good starts and not being able to capitalize, you still had that knock coming in from uh, Ollie Pope, right? So uh, what were your thoughts on uh, England's batting in that second essay specifically? With
1: regards to England batting, I still feel, I think uh, they didn't... Uh... Or perform the, uh, to the level uh, which uh, the team can. Uh, again, I think if we take out all about 196 of that out of that total, I think the team still end up the players uh, who are part of the team. I think they still uh, didn't play uh, to the level which they can or which uh, the team management expects out of them. So, and again, I think that is something which India should be focusing upon that is don't let a single guy or a single player take the game away from you. So, I think England batting, I think they will uh, definitely retrospect. They will think that this is not their best. Uh, This wasn't uh, something uh, which they uh, should be content with. Uh, Definitely will be, I think, uh, looking uh, they will be definitely looking to improve uh, on uh, their, uh, you can say, uh, again, I think uh, uh, as we talked about India players getting started, not converting them. I think the similar thing happened with England as well. Obviously, their starts weren't as big as uh, the Indian batters, but I think still the England batters also uh, they had some very, very, very good promising start, some of them. Uh, Stokes, for that matter, in the first inning, I think he was uh, amazing, uh, taking the team to 246. But again, I think the the, the whole aspect of the team coming together uh, to put up a good total or a big total on the board, uh, that is something uh, which is missing and that is something England should be focusing on. Uh, yes, Olipop was brilliant, Stokes was brilliant. But uh, if if we just take out, I think Oli Pop's performance from the second innings, uh, the team didn't again. Uh, I think uh, go as big uh, as they would like to do. So yeah, but I um, I think they will be uh, working on this performance. Uh, uh, this was not something uh, which is which was up to their mark. Uh, so I'm expecting something bigger and better from them uh, in the coming games.
0: Definitely. And also another observation was how uh, most of these English batters, right, Uh, it would not be wrong to say that, uh, you know, the Indian spinners were reverse swept from uh, the game, you know, in that second innings, because you still had Ben Duckett and uh, Zach Roll, you know, starting it. I think their opening stand was pretty crucial. And then you had Ollie Pope obviously come in, you know, uh, play those reverse scoops and like this hoop and everything. So impressive stuff, nonetheless.
1: Well, absolutely. I think, uh, so So from the word go, I think it was very clear that England, like Australian batters, uh, are going to uh, deploy this particular strategy of sweeping and reverse sweeping the ball. And they did try it in the first innings as well. Uh, But as I I think uh, it was just like, uh, so it is something I think uh, they, uh, you can't do it uh, just randomly. So, but what, what they did, I think effectively in the, Second innings, and I think kudos to them again for following that particular basketball approach. Uh, they didn't uh, fear, uh, they didn't like this fear it out on losing. They just went there and they knew that they have to play this particular shot. And, uh, and they just played it uh, with, like, uh, and, and as you rightly said, it, it wasn't just one particular pattern. Uh, there were the openers, uh, and then again, obviously, Pope continued it, uh, playing different types of sweep uh, all around the ground so uh, i think kudos to them uh, they just came out uh, i think this is what they mean by like completely fearless uh, devoid of any fear of uh, uh, losing the game they just knew that they have to play the shot uh, in case they have to uh, make a chance out of this game because at that point of time uh, they didn't he- they, they 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 weren't even in the game properly uh, they were one in- they were trailing by 190 runs in the second innings but i think even there, after that Uh, when most of the teams were thinking like if they would go uh, with playing with a traditional even say uh, strategy or a traditional approach, I think this is what differentiates now the England team from the other teams, that like they know that they have to play the shots, uh, even if uh, it doesn't uh, go their way. Uh, And that is what they did in the second innings. Uh, They played the shots with authority. Uh, and Also, I think uh, somewhere uh, this is… have to do with I think the Indian bowlers and the uh, captain, I think, Rohit as well, uh, they weren't very proactive in dealing with these shots. Uh, despite knowing that, uh, or after seeing that, the Indian uh, the England batters are deploying this particular strategy, I think they could have been a bit more proactive there, just tried to uh, control the scoring of runs, uh, try to uh, pick more wickets, uh, try to get those fielding positions uh, much more, you can say, uh, in places. So... This is like, I think uh, this is a, a good lesson for India as well that they can't all, only depend on uh, the combination of Jadeja or Ashwin or their bowlers for that matter to tail them out every time uh, when they're in such a situation. Uh, in fact, this time they were in a very good uh, situation. Uh, but I think after the, even after that, uh, England, as you said, like the batters, they were like very. You know, uh, they just went after, uh, you can say, bowlers without any uh, limitations or without any apprehensions in their mind that this shot won't work or we would be, again, criticized for uh, playing or uh, sweeping or reverse sweeping. So, yeah, I think kudos to them. And I will be looking forward how this particular strategy plays out again uh, because, see, we have four tests uh, in different parts uh, around the country. So, it uh, will be very interesting to see how this particular strategy Holds up uh, in other games, and I will also be, I think, uh, keenly watching how India tackles this now, because now they have seen that the England batters uh, are much. I think they have. I think they can't be taken that lightly uh, when they are trying to play, uh, when they are trying to sweep or reverse sweep. Especially, I think on a pitch uh, that is not spinning uh, very, we can say, menacingly. Uh, because as I, as I said in the beginning of my uh, podcast as well, I think this was a very good pitch. Uh, it had good amount of turn, but it wasn't something which was. Uh, menacing. So, I think uh, it will be now very uh, interesting to see how uh, the Indian team tackles this.
0: Definitely. And I think here, you know, also looking at the aspect of uh, Rohit Sharma's captaincy, because England was clearly running away with that lead. And, uh, you know, our uh, bowlers as well, some were tapered off, right? As you rightly pointed out here. So uh, what were your thoughts on, you know, uh, that bowling performance? And uh, even though, you know, we did not have possibly the best, uh, you know, bowling performance, you still had, uh, you know, Bhumra and Ashwin both those remarkable spells. So was it just one of those off days? And do we treat it as an aberration?
1: Uh, Honestly, Neha, now I have lost, uh, basically I'm running out of words to how to term India's performance in every single test which they play. Earlier, I think I used to think that this is a phenomenon which has been happening only outside India where uh, every first test match or every first test uh, which we are playing, uh, we are lacking somewhere. We are not able to get hold of the conditions. Maybe it was the lack of uh, practice games which we are not playing. And hence, uh, we were losing uh, the initial games uh, in those series abroad. But uh, seeing the way this particular test also panned out, uh, now I'm... uh, (laughs) Uh, I know I, yeah, this is not the right thing to say for a writer, but I think still I'm like running out of words to term this particular thing that like, what's happening with the Indian team. I think every first test match which have which we have been playing, we look completely clueless. Uh, we look uh, we don't have a uh, yeah, that's what like which comes out there. We don't have a proper strategy. Uh, whenever we are put in a situation which requires us to stand up, we are not ready to tackle that particular. Uh, battle which lies ahead of us so i don't know what to term this particular thing uh, i i just really hope that uh, i think uh, somewhere or the other we need like we start to figure out that what uh, what's wrong that has been happening in this game for that matter there are so many uh, things which uh, like i'm remembering right now uh, take siraj for example siraj i think bowled only 7 overs uh, in the second innings so uh, Again, I'm not sure like what was the thinking behind that why he wasn't bold enough in the game uh, if you're not bowling Siraj if, are we better off playing another extra batter so that is one uh, I think the uh, area which uh, which comes into my mind which I uh, thought of recently that uh, they, and uh, and it's just not that I think there were many laps in the second innings uh, the body language of the like the players in the field uh, we were like uh, misfielding there was uh, quite a few misfieldings by ashwin as well on the boundary so i think the the, the overall approach of the test match uh, uh, I'm not, again i said i don't know how to put this but the overall approach is just felt like that uh, after the first innings we went a bit complacent that like they're not trying too hard to uh, we just like didn't give england uh, that much credit ke, they might bounce back uh, from the position they were in so I think, and that says that says a lot. Uh, when you're playing, especially at home, I think uh, India beating India at home or India playing at home, uh, it, it it's in a pride in itself. We take so much pride uh, of our cause, of our performances. Uh, whenever whenever we are playing at home, so uh, again I think uh, this is some sort of a mystery which uh, happened, which has happened to come up that why we are not playing the way. Uh, The team is supposed to win the first test of every series that we are playing. So, yeah, I think somebody needs to uh, debunk this mystery and uh, hopefully we will have our answer soon.
0: Definitely, because uh, as fans and, you know, experts of the game, we can dissect this as much as possible and, you know, see that, you know, 15 minutes of bad cricket end up uh, not working in our favour. But after a point in time, we will need, uh, you know, solid answers as to what is clearly not working out and try to just, you know, get rid of it. But uh, even looking at how England, you know, ended up with a big total of 420 Uh, it was always going to play in our minds because chasing a total of 230 is going to be challenging. And uh, at any point, did the optimistic Indian fan, you still think that, hey, we're actually going to chase chase this total down? Or uh, were you still apprehensive that, hey, I think it's probably going to get very difficult because we know the kind of, uh, you know, surprise that England can uh, spring on us with their bowling?
1: so see when the second innings began i think i was quite confident that india is going to chase it uh, it wasn't as i have said repeatedly i think for the postcard, it wasn't a pitch uh, which 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 i thought that would hinder our efforts uh, or hinder the efforts of the team in scoring that total i think the total wasn't that big uh, which couldn't have been uh, you can say chased it wasn't just i think the application of the batters was just not there uh, jaswal or rohit i think this they started over, uh, they started it uh not getting again. Uh, I think getting out on no, uh, not uh, able to remember the school. But I think uh, from the start itself, it looked like that uh, there wasn't any application. There wasn't wasn't any attempt to. Uh, try to stay at the wicket or try to sp- spend some time at the wicket. Again, not to confuse it with something like a, a basketball where you just try to uh, and, and I completely understand this that you have been trying to play aggressive cricket as well. But I think there is a thin line between uh, playing aggressively and playing I think according to the situation. So when Gil comes in or when Ayer uh, comes in so they know the type of situation they are in. And when you lose uh, wickets uh, in a heap, uh, which happened in the second innings for us. I think it somewhere builds the pressure, and then that total of 230 or 240 starts to look like a total of 300, 350. So, uh, and as you again said, I think in your uh question very well, that it's, it's it's not, I think this was, it's not just about 15 or 20 minutes of uh, that period. I think it's the match awareness, it's the uh, understanding the situation you are in, and uh, i don't know if they can call it pressure because i don't understand uh, uh, what the reason behind that is but uh, it has been happening with us for quite some time now uh, where we lose these tickets in a heap and then a small or a uh, total which is achievable starts looking like a uh, big task or a big total again so uh, yeah i think the total was chaseable uh, i don't think that it was a, it was a, it was a total which uh, was uh, daunting or something which couldn't have been chased I mean, total was completely achievable. Uh, It's just that our battles, I think, uh, I think they let us down. They didn't apply themselves uh, better uh, in the secondary.
0: Definitely. And I think, you know, here also uh, shedding light on uh, Tom Hartley, right? Just look at the test match he's had from having the worst economy rate uh, for a debutant in tests to actually winning a test match, right? Now, finishing with these fourth best uh, figures for an overseas bowler on debut, I think the man's literally been on a roll and undoubtedly, hands down, has to be the hero for England. Now, uh, looking at his bowling spell as well, considering he had a very tricky uh, start to his career and then, you know, redeeming himself... What did you make of his performance? And uh, yet again, are, uh, you know, batters not being quite able to decode and read him to play that, play the right kind of shots?
1: So when I saw him first time, like when I saw him bowling in the first innings, uh, I think he was very inconsistent. Uh, he wasn't uh, able to uh, pitch the ball or land the ball, I think, where he intended or where it should be pitched. And the batters, I think Indian batters made complete use of that. Uh, they were playing with his mind. They were hammering him all over the ground. So, I think the impressions in the first innings weren't very high. I think, and as you rightly said, that uh, soon instantly after uh, his first innings performance, he was uh, being trolled as well, uh, you can say, uh, after his performance, uh, the way he was leaking runs. So, uh, my first impressions also weren't very, uh, even say, encouraging when I saw his performance in the first innings. Uh, but I think, again, as I said, like... Uh, a full credit to him the way he came back in the second innings and now i think uh now we have the answers of why stokes uh backed him uh uh england squad so uh i think a lot of uh potential or promise he showed in the second innings and again uh, as i said before i will be keenly uh, looking uh, forward to his performances in the four tests i think it's very early to uh, judge him on the basis of just like a single test or just to like analyze him in some sort of uh, you can say uh, category but uh, yeah i think he uh, showed a lot of uh, heart i think in the second innings uh, flighted a uh, flighted the ball uh, a lot more i think he was very consistent in the second innings uh, he was just not like uh, didn't allow the batters uh, unlike in the first innings to score runs freely uh, and uh, yeah, i think he yeah, made, made good use of the pitch in the you can say second inning so i think overall uh, he has shown considerable uh, you can say potential mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we are looking forward to watch him more in i think the rest of the four matches
0: certainly agree with you on that and, uh, you know, earlier in this episode, also we reflected on uh, Rohit Sharma's captaincy. So I think it would only be fair to also look at Ben Stokes, right? Because coming into this uh, test series, man was under so much fire because a lot of people just wrote off the England side, you know, that okay, huh, India will anyways win 5-0 and England will just remain visitors. But I think it's admirable the way Ben Stokes has kind of marshaled his troops to ensure, you know, that, hey, we've already won the first test and they have this huge momentum uh, shift in their favour. So, uh, again, you know, how would you uh, kind of, you know, decipher Ben Stokes' captaincy and the way he's uh, kind of used his bowler's pen in this match?
1: Ben Stokes, I think, is someone uh, who I particularly call, I think he's a big match player. He's a player for these conditions. So, whenever you will see the England team uh, in, in a crunch situation or in a situation which is very, you can say, uh, tied up, uh, I think Ben Stokes will always rise to the occasion, and uh, I think he likes these situations. And I think he just enjoys them. He's that sort of a player, irrespective of the format. Uh, this is my assessment of him, and I, I, and I like I've been following him for a quite uh, you can say long uh, quite a bit. So uh, and I think this was just another case. Uh, he, the team was uh, down. Uh, nobody was giving them a chance. Uh, as you said, that uh, the score lines were already written. Uh, of 5 0. So uh, I don't think that particularly played, I think, on his or uh, the management's mind that much. But uh, I think, uh, yeah, Strokes is again, I think, someone which uh, I think the Indian team shouldn't be taking very lightly. Uh, admirable leader. Uh, he just knows to, uh, he just enjoys these conditions, he enjoys these uh, situations as well. So uh, yeah, and I think uh, the overall, I think he had a very good test. Uh, batted beautifully in the first innings, uh, along with the tail, and uh, so and good. I even say in the second innings, the the way he rotated his bowlers, uh, and uh, the way he, uh, I think the I think uh, to answer your question, I think the way to do it would be the way I think the England uh improved on their all of their mistakes from the first innings. Be it their reviews, be it, uh, you can say, changing, uh, rotating the bowlers, be it, uh, you can say, application of the batters, be it deploying of the sweep and the reverse sweep. I think they were very quick in recovering from all their mistakes in the first innings. And uh, this, is, uh, this, is, I think this is what led them to take control of the match gradually, uh, session by session or day by day. So uh, they were very quick in realizing that this is where we have went wrong. And now it's time to correct that. So, and I think that is the team, that is, I think, uh, the freedom which Stokes, uh, uh, not the freedom, like the culture which Stokes brings to this team. So, yeah, I think uh, he was brilliant. Uh, uh, Would be again, I think, uh, going to, I think he's going to prove a tough contender for uh, India in the uh, matches coming ahead. So,
0: Certainly, because he's an experienced campaigner, you know, having played in Indian conditions also for so long. So I think he is that ideal person to uh, lead England, uh, you know, in the uh, Test Series right now, and it Again, you know, I'm quite fascinated and excited to see how the rest of the series uh, pans out as well. And, uh, you know, just quickly looking at our next test match, which awaits us, uh, you know, all uh, us Indian fans will keep our eyes peeled because uh, this is another opportunity for India to kind of level the series and, uh, you know, ensure things work out well. So now India will miss out Kale, Rahul and uh, you know, Rahul the management has named Saurabh Kumar, Sarfraz Khan and Washington Sundar as replacements. So what did you make of uh, these interesting uh, changes and uh, again, tough times for India with these unpredictable injuries and uh, key players missing out?
1: Yeah, see, absolutely. Injuries, I think are, uh, they, they have, uh, they impact uh, the whole team. Uh, I think, uh, it's not something uh, which you want as a player or as the team. So yeah, I think yeah, injuries is something which will be uh, playing on the team's mind. But uh, uh, I think the replacements which uh, have been called for uh, are someone as a player or they are the players who uh, have been uh, you can say uh, they have been at the doors waiting for the chance for a very long time. Uh, especially I think Surpras uh, Khan, if he gets uh, to play in the uh, second test uh it i think uh, it will be a monumental achievement for him uh he has been scoring runs in heaps uh in the domestic uh circuits so yeah see, talking from the point of view of the series of the team yeah injuries are going to uh like hamper the whole environment or the whole uh, you can say uh the way team prepares but again I think if uh I think these injuries are also the reason that paves the way for uh the players uh who have been waiting for their chances so I think it's at the end of the day, what I think we would be looking at is how the team comes out of this particular uh, loss. I think that is what matters the most. Uh, so that is I think uh, which will be uh, on everyone's mind, that how they will uh, come back from this loss, how they will try to uh, just basically go ahead after whatever happened in the first game. So I think that will be the, uh, you can say, motive. That is something uh, which they will be focusing uh, on. Surely, I think uh, they will, as you said about the key players. I think uh, they might be coming back in the future games. So, yeah. So, but yeah, I think the focus should be again. I think on pending uh, the test and uh, trying to level the series, so that uh, going ahead uh, we have that advantage. Of we basically can uh, focus or play that kind of cricket where we can try to, uh, you can say. Uh, Play in the series. You go, because what happens is you now after you lose an initial test only, uh, it becomes uh, slightly more uh, uh, tough for you to even uh, say win the series or try to have a momentum in the series. So I think the focus of the team here will be that the players who are who are being called as replacement, uh, just try to give them a free opportunity and focus on uh, winning the game and leveling the series. Uh, I think that should be uh, the focus.
0: Absolutely, and uh, even as we reach the end of our uh, discussion, you know, do you have any last and final thoughts for the listeners? Uh, you know, heading into the second test, uh, you know, <laughs> should we keep our expectations? Uh, you know, at the bare minimum.
1: No, no. I think expectations should always be uh, high. Uh, that is the bar which has been set by the Indian cricket team. Uh, we still, I think, are a rock solid side and. Uh, Personally, I will always have high expectations of them. Yes, there are issues to address. There are lapses which need to be addressed. A uh, lot of things, I think, uh, which we can talk about, which we can uh, comment upon. But at the end of the day, I think the team uh, is a very uh, it's a solid side, uh, which has performed uh, at home. And also now they have been doing it abroad as well in the last few years. Mm. So, yeah, we have a very good side. Uh, expectations should be high. I have my expectations high from them. And I seriously think that India uh, still can, like, they have a very good chance of uh, coming back uh, after uh, from whatever happened in uh, uh, in the first game. So, yeah, I think for everyone, uh, for, I think, fans as well, just keep your uh, expectations high. Don't let them go down. Uh, the team needs you. team needs the fans. Uh, I think uh, we should be behind them, supporting them and obviously uh, as i said before uh, there will be lapses there will be performances which needs to be to uh, say addressed or uh, talked about but at the end of the day i think we all want uh, the team to win so i think yeah
0: Definitely. And I think that is a fitting conclusion. And on that note, I'd like to draw curtains on this discussion. Thank you so much, Lakshit, for, you know, joining me on the podcast and, you know, sharing these uh, lovely insights, you know, following your page uh, for such a long time, you know, I think the respect is uh, mutual here. And, uh, you know, interacting with you has again been like a dream come true. So I hope, you know, we can do a lot more collaborations like this. And yeah, here's hoping to have you back on and until next time, stay safe and take care. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, listeners, for tuning into this episode and for your unstinted support. Please follow and press the bell icon on Spotify and subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts for the latest episode updates and stay tuned. Do check out at the rate never in the back on Instagram and threads and at the rate never in the back one on Twitter now called X for the latest facts, updates, fresh content and a lot more that's coming up this cricket season. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Spotify for podcasters and many other platforms. So please do spread the word. Never in the Backfoot is also on YouTube, so don't forget to subscribe to the channel and stay tuned for a lot of insightful content coming up there as well. Until next time, stay safe and take care listeners. Bye for now.